0: Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash How It Ends Studio. Our tiers start at $1, and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at HowItEndsPodcast.com to shop in our merch store, or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show. Hey friends, it's Fred Greenhalgh, producer here at Realm. A new episode of Ominous Thrill is ready for your ears. It's Advice After Dark. Late night radio host Belladonna delivers extreme advice to the delight and horror of her audience until a creepy listener forces her to confront the brutal consequences of her show. Here's a preview. Welcome to my live stream, Bella. Say hello to everyone. What do you want? Click the link. Watch along. I'm not clicking links from psychos. You put that trash on the radio every night and I'm the psycho. You sound like you need help. I'm not one of your fake callers. My show is very, very real. Do you want to know what it's called? No, I don't. It's called Donna Gets What's Coming. Starring you. What? It's really starring me, but it's all about
1: you. And you'd be surprised how many people want to watch you get what's coming. I called the police. They'll be here any minute.
0: Yeah, well, we should be done before they get here. Find Ominous Thrill, out now, everywhere you listen. That feeling when you hear someone call your name and you turn, but no one's there and a shiver runs down your spine... When something moves just out of vision and it sets in, the sense that someone or something is watching you. Do you know that feeling? Good. It means you're paying attention. I'm Micah Jones. My friends and I started this podcast to explore my dreams and nightmares and to help me finally deal with my dad's death, even after all this time. Instead, We stumbled onto something much darker, something we were never meant to find out. My dreams aren't just dreams, they're memories, warnings. I should have paid closer attention. And my dad, he's at the center of it all. The How It Ends podcast is no longer releasing in real time. We can't. It isn't safe. But if you're just finding us, start at the beginning. Thank you for listening.
1: Events that are about to unfold occur during the week of March 1 through March 8, 2020.
2: Devin, are you heading up this way soon?
3: Actually that's why I'm calling. I think I'm gonna bail.
2: Oh, really? Is everything okay?
3: I I think I just need to step away for a bit.
2: Well we can postpone tonight if you want.
3: Uh I mean I think I need a little more time than that. Uh, Amy, you know, we've been nonstop for months and I'm kinda overwhelmed especially with the latest developments. Plus, yeah, just haven't had much time with anyone other than y'all. And, I mean, I'm not complaining, but it's a bit heavy.
2: Oh, I, I, I get that, really. Um, do, do what you need to do. How's everything else? How's work? <laughs> Even asking you that just now made me realize how little we talk about anything else. It's always just about figuring stuff out. I just, I want to say, you know, I'm sorry. It shouldn't be that way.
3: Nah, it shouldn't. And I know uh, no one no one intends for it to be, but we've been doing this for a while. and I know that isn't something Mike can just put down, but I have to. Uh, at least for tonight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, work is good. Thanks for asking. Um, we're working on the uh, annual report, so that's taking up a big chunk of my time. A lot of back and forth with revisions and different uh, design and all that sort of thing. Everyone's got an opinion, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. What goes in the annual report?
3: Yeah, you really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, our organization reports out on all the work we did last year. Highlights about programming, financial statements, donor recognition. It's a huge effort each year. um, I'm kind of like the de facto project manager for it because uh, I take point on the design. So, but uh, it's about wrangling information and data from like six different departments and making it look pretty, (laughs) you know.
2: That's cool. I don't think you've ever mentioned that you do that.
3: <laughs> I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Would want to know, but <laughs> and it's only one part of my job anyway. Um, but uh we do it around this time every year, so we're basically on autopilot right now.
2: Nice. Well, if you can sign me up, mail one to me.
3: Sure. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Well, yeah, other than day job stuff, I've uh, been working on a few screen printing projects in my limited spare time. Oh. (laughs) I'm kidding. But for real, it's been good. I've had a few ideas rattling around in my brain and uh, finally making some progress. Oh, what are you working on? Well, (laughs) I'm not ready to share that just yet, but uh, soon. I promise.
2: Awesome. Yeah, whenever you're ready, I'd love to hear about it or even see what you're working on. Is that what you're going to do with your night off?
3: <laughs> nah. Actually, tonight I'm going out with a co-worker, this guy Felix. He's been on me about uh, going out, like, f- forever. <laughs> but with everything, you know, it just...
2: Yeah, right. That's great, though. Where are you guys going?
3: You uh, mentioned Hot Club, but uh, we didn't really nail anything down yet.
2: Huh. Isn't that more of a summer bar?
3: <laughs> yeah, kind of is, but uh, most of the real estate is outdoors, but we'll see. Yeah. But how about you? How, how's work going for you? Pretty good overall. Mm, that sounds convincing.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, things are good in general. Um, I'm just kind of bummed because one of my favorite clients canceled all of her future appointments today. And it was just kind of like strange the way it went down.
3: Yeah, what happened?
2: Well, there were a few things. Like, for one, she called my office and talked to the receptionist, and she hasn't done that in years. I've been working with her since before I even joined this practice. We've gotten to the point where she would just text me, and she had a standing appointment every week, um, but if she needed to cancel or change the time, she just always reached out to me directly.
3: Yeah, that's odd. Could it be an insurance thing, maybe?
2: Yeah, I thought the same thing, but I checked her policy, and it's still active. Plus, even if that was the case, like, why wouldn't she just tell me?
3: Yeah. Uh, well, are you going to reach out to her?
2: I don't know. I'm sure she has her reasons, and I don't want to harass her or make her feel guilty. You know? It's just strange. And it's sad. I really liked her.
3: hmm Well, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. It seems like a crappy situation. <laughs>
2: Here you are trying to have a chill night, and I just dumped this downer of a story on you.
3: no, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, we've all got stuff, and I think that's the point I was trying to make, you know? It's actually nice to hear about your work. I mean, uh, not that your situation is nice, but it's good to hear about (laughs) it. Yeah,
2: I I know what you mean. It is nice. Uh, I know we do that sometimes, but it does feel kind of like just in the background of other things.
3: Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, I know that's what we signed up for, but today I'm taking a break and getting some beers.
2: Okay, have a good time. I'll talk to you soon.
3: I haven't been to Hot Club in forever. What? Everyone loves Hot Club. No, no, it's great. (laughs) I didn't say I didn't love it. It's uh, just been a while. Wow. Glad they had the heat lamps out tonight, though. It's, it's
1: chilly. I'm just excited you finally came out.
3: Yeah. Me too. Uh, I'm taking a night off from everything, you know. Yeah, so, anyway. What's good with you? We barely had time to get coffee lately.
1: I've been, uh, just renovating my house, really. I told you I bought a house, right? No! Congrats, man. I had no idea. Yeah, thanks, man. I just uh, closed a couple months ago.
3: Uh, So, fill me in on everything. What have you been working on?
1: Right now, I'm knocking down the walls between the two bedrooms. They're both really small. One barely has a closet. So I'm turning that into a suite for me. And, yeah, I guess I'm also getting the upstairs bathroom, too.
3: Uh, You guess?
1: Well, it wasn't really my intention. I just wanted to do some minor things in there for now. But the walls are covered in old tile. And uh, I guess long story short, the whole thing came crashing down. (laughs) The,
3: The whole wall?
1: Yep. Honestly, I have no idea how it happened. It was so fast. Like dominoes. All the tiles just slid off the wall.
3: Oh, man. I mean, I'm sorry. It's it's not funny, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. (laughs) I guess my next thing is a security system.
3: I got one for our place a while back. I actually got it because Micah's apartment was broken into. Twice. Oh, shit. That's scary. Yeah. After that, our landlord put in a basic system and changed her locks, and I I didn't think it was enough, so I installed a couple cameras, high-res, night mode, 24-7 recording, the whole bit. It was really great for a while, but I guess I messed something up. What do you mean? I I don't know. I mean... Maybe I installed them wrong. So the second time they tried to get in, we were both home, and awake. She said someone was about to walk into her apartment, but by the time I got down there, whoever it was was gone. When I checked the feed, it's like the cameras stopped working right when I needed them to. They should have caught the person, they were pointing right at her door, but it's like they shorted out or something. Did they work before that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What about after? Well, yeah, I I mean, I rebooted them. And anything? They worked fine. It really didn't capture anything, huh? No, just black screen. I, I don't know what I did wrong.
1: Well, it sounds like you did everything you could to keep your friends safe. You should stop blaming yourself. Technology fails all the time. Yeah, I know. You're right. So you had two break-ins, and then nothing else?
3: Not exactly. So, two break-ins happened about three months apart. But a few months after the second time, you started getting these cryptic packages. I don't think they were related, but it still goes in the weird shit column. Packages? Yeah, just... I don't know, man. They come from different towns, filled with random objects. Some of them seem more connected to the towns they were postmarked from, but... It's more confusing than anything, really. I just want to know who it is that's sending them, and... Well, why? Well, we don't even know if these boxes are meant to help us, or if they're a threat, and... Did I tell you I actually went to Wyoming? This is why I need a break. I, I I get way too sucked in.
1: Was that when you took that last minute PTO a while back? Yeah, oh,
3: I, I didn't even mean to bring any of this up. Uh, I'm sorry. It's it, it's a lot. It's it's just it's been all consuming. And I came out tonight to take a break from the madness, and here I am, you know, just rambling about it. I didn't mean to throw all this on you. You can't just drop
1: all that on me and not explain.
3: <laughs> Maybe another time. <laughs> I, I really shouldn't have brought it up. So, sorry about my little rant there. It's all good.
1: I get it. You know, I'm here if you need it. You know.
3: I do. Thanks, man.
1: Hey, I think a table might be opening up over there. Oh, where? Where? Oh, oh. my fault. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, My fault. My fault. Not paying attention. All good. (laughs) Maybe this is the reason you don't come to the hot club anymore. (laughs) Want to go somewhere else?
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's getting pretty packed in here, anyhow. I think let's try somewhere more low-key.
1: I know a place. Wild Colonial.
3: Ah, now you're talking. Uh oh, it's after 3 a.m. Felix dropped me off around 1, and I usually don't stay out that late or drink that much. So, felt like I was ready to knock out. But as soon as my head hit the pillow, my mind just started spinning. Not the room, just my brain. You know, I wanted a night off from all of this, but just nope. Hell, I even recorded my night with Felix. Just out of pure habit. What the fuck, right? Hmm. I keep coming back around to those packages. As I was lying here, I just had a thought. I felt like I should document it. What? What if the locations aren't literal? Micah started to touch on this when we were all when we were all at Amy's, but never really elaborated. What if it's not just the contents of the boxes that are the clues, but also the return addresses on them? They aren't boring, no-name places; they all have something really special about them, something noteworthy. What if their uniqueness ties into the whole mystery of all this? Elia has most of the boxes right now, so I can't go through them. But from memory, everything within the boxes had a connection to the location they were sent from. What if the items aren't just pointing us to the location, but are also telling us something about the location? It's so late and I'm rambling. I don't even know if any of this makes sense. I should take some melatonin and actually get some proper sleep. Hold on. Oh. I this is okay. I just remembered that website eatatgems.com the one that redirects to the Tumblr page I opened it up to see if anything if any of these images connect to those locations and whether we might have missed something and and they do I think they do but also there are more pictures here ones that weren't there before Bear, goblet, snake, the starry forest sky like at night, some waterfall, a link to a website. This is all new. All posted like last week, just a few days after we were all looking at it in Amy's house. The starry night photo that that's taken in Lake Tahoe. I don't even think we've gotten any mail from there. The image with the goblet and the snake says, Chalice of St. John the Evangelist. That seems out of place, but there must be some reason it's here. Then there's the bear with the salmon in its mouth. And the picture of the cup right after it. I'm going to Google that. Salmon. Cup. Cup. Nothing. Hmm. Wait, wait. Oh, duh. It's the chalice of whoever that guy is. Salmon chalice. Oh. Okay. Well, the first result is Salmon Chalice National Forest. Hmm. Then the other photo here is of Lake Tahoe at night. And the sky mirrored in the lake. Does that mean something? I need to write this down. All right. I'm going to list out all the locations that I know. Centralia, Devil's Tower, Yellowstone, Cape Disappointment. The rest came from the website. After those four places, we also have Salmon Chalice, maybe. Lake Tahoe, Devil's Kettle, Minnesota. Hmm. That's where the waterfall picture on Edith Jims, is from. Or so the caption says. Okay. So what stands out about each of these locations? Or what stands out about the Tumblr posts or the box items? Hmm. Centralia is probably the most obvious. Centralia is on fire. So Centralia Burning. Alright, next, Double Tower. The most famous thing in that town is the tower itself. Yeah, well, <laughs> I already made my Close Encounters mashed potatoes joke, so. Hmm. But, really, the actual tower has to be it, right? Okay. So let's say it's something about the tower. I did this whole thing a while back. Nothing new came up. Maybe it's not something so obvious. Hmm. This box had a crystal in it. I think Elia said it was quartz. I'll Google that. Quartz crystals. Wait. Elia used a website when we were in Salem. It's was like a crystal encyclopedia or something. I remember teasing her about it. Ah, found it. Okay, so it says here that quartz is valued for its focus properties and for its ability to amplify energies or to promote transformation. Well, maybe the shape is unique. Crystal shape is called a fixed point or a tower. Fixed point? Devil's tower sort of looks like this. So the top of the butte is, well, it's flat. I'm going to write that anyway. Okay, Devil's Tower fixed. So, the next place is Yellowstone. We almost missed this one, but Micah caught it because it was the wolf toy. Now that keyed her off to it. Um, but other than the wolf toy and and the uh, Yogi Bear Jellystone picture. Yeah, there really isn't much else pointing to Yellowstone here. Maybe there wasn't anything more concrete they could point to, but... Yellowstone has a volcano. This one could also be burning. Hmm. <sighs> what am I doing? I truly do not know what seems like a logical connection and what's just... Grasping at straws. Cape Disappointment was next. We searched that the other night, and the info we found said that it was the foggiest place in the continental U.S. Yep, here it is. It has nearly three and a half months of thick fog cover every year. That box came from Ilwaco, Washington, our member. But we googled and found it was close to Cape Disappointment. And Amy got a postcard from her brother at the same location, like, a year ago? Which could be a coincidence, but... at this point, I don't know. Anyway, fog is the theme here. What's significant about fog? What's interesting about it? Well, the burning in Centralia is significant because of the story, I mean... And the uniqueness. But fog isn't unique to Cape Disappointment. It's foggy in a lot of places. So why are they pointing us here? Question mark, question mark. Let's look at Tahoe. The only thing I know about Lake Tahoe is it's a tourist destination for a bunch of rich folks with boats and skiing and whatnot. It's Freshwater Lake. You know, Borders California and Nevada. Nevada. On the southwest shore is a Nordic-style mansion, and on the northeast side is a state park. Okay. I don't know. Besides the Wikipedia listing, all the results are for tourism. Which follows. Oh, this might be something... Lake Tahoe is one of the purest water lakes in the world. With water coming in at 99.994% pure. Shit. Okay. Well, the thing that grabs me most about the image from Lake Tahoe is that it's basically, like, mirrored. I don't know if it's because the water is so clear or if this is just some really great editing. But the stars in the sky reflect, you know, in the water like a perfect mirror image. It's like the sky is being projected onto the lake itself. (laughs) I'd like to see that someday. I'm running out of steam, but this is driving me crazy. What's the damn connection between these places? Why'd they send this shit to me? Did they know I'd be the one trying to... (laughs) Figure this out, staying up all night? Hmm. I don't know. I need to talk to someone about this. It's almost 4 a.m. Who could I even call right now? Is Elia still awake? Or is Micah already awake? This might be the one hour that (laughs) they're actually both asleep at the same time. Amazing. (laughs) Love that for me. Maybe I should just try to get some sleep too. Nope, I'm gonna call one of them.